You're listening to a Trav Market Media podcast. Questions, comments, collaboration ideas? Contact us at podcasts at travmarketmedia.com. And that's podcasts with an S at travmarketmedia.com. Hi, it's Megan, host of Travel Radio Podcast, a proud member of the Trav Market Media Podcast Network. Would you take a moment now to like, subscribe, and review the podcast? You can also reach me at info at travelradiopodcast.com, or you could reach the network at travmarketmedia.com. Travel professional or aspiring professional traveler, I'm so thankful you tuned in. Now, let's dig into where our ears will travel today. This is Megan Chapa, host of Travel Radio Podcast, if this is your first time watching or listening. And this is a video edition, which you can find on the YouTube channel. If you don't know where the YouTube channel is, just go to YouTube and search Travel Radio Podcast, or you can get it off of any of my links in bio. It's there. And it's also on TravelRadioPodcast.com forward slash YouTube. You'll see all the videos there. And today I am privileged to have a repeat guest because our last interview was wonderful and she is a wealth of knowledge. So let me now introduce you to my guest, Laurie Gold. Welcome back on the program. Thank you so much. Nice to be here. Yeah. Laurie is um, the mom of a group called Travel (laughs) Agents of the Riviera Maya. Is that correct? The Resorts of the Riviera Maya. The Resorts of the Riviera Maya. And she is the go-to gal in there. But folks... Just tag her. She'll get back to you when she's available. She actually works and plans some client trips. Sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, that group is great, though. If you're a travel professional watching, you should really get into that group because all the information you want to know or ask has been presented there. I promise. I promise. So, Laurie, um, can you give us an introduction to yourself? And I'll bring up your website while we do that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I am a Canadian travel agent who moved to the Riviera Maya, Mexico five years ago and um, just living here, loving life and um, trying to see as much of the region as possible um, and all the resorts as well. Yeah. And you're you're making good progress on that. So in our last episode, we should say is on the Atelier. Is that how you say it? Yeah. There's, well, no one really knows how to say it, but well, <laughs> something like that. I was going with your pronunciation, and I've heard it pronounced like eight ways since then. So <laughs> I know, exactly. But we, we last reviewed that property because the last series was on all-inclusive properties that travel agents thought were worthy of mentioning during this time of COVID. Like, who was the winner's list? And many people had mentioned that hotel, and you were, uh, you were uh, gracious enough to interview and present it with me. So I thank you for that. But um, let's talk about, you know, some deeper into the Mexican culture, leaving the resort properties options. And specifically for that, will you uh, get us rolling on today's episode, which is exploring the cork forest of Solferino, Quintana Roo. So would you give us your, you know, um, kind of mm, like your best story or like a moment floating through it, if you would. And while you tell us your story, I'm going to get through some of your pictures. Yeah, I mean, it is so unique and it is just a place that, first of all, nobody knows about. Like literally people who live in this area, no one's ever heard of it. It's a tiny town um, that you pass through. And this is actually a family's land that they own. And they, 
when you enter the town, there's a tiny sign that shows that this is an attraction, but it's all like washed out from the sun and all that kind of thing. So it really, it's, you have to know about it somehow um, and nobody does. So it's really untouched. Um, it's, it's really like a magical, mystical place. Like it, it feels like you're in a fairy tale. Um, I don't know if you can grasp it from the pictures, but you know, you're the only people there and there's wild orchids and I don't know how to say it, brom bromeliads, I think, or something yeah, like bromeliads. that. Yeah, bromeliads, yep. Yep, um, hanging down and there's like wild vanilla. It's just crazy, like it's so, so cool. And this is a little platform they they built looking over their land and um, to the left there is where you enter to the cork forest. That's really impressive. And this is, is this how you step onto your boat? Yeah, that's a, we, so we're in a canoe and the guide is in the canoe as well, um, pedaling, paddling. So we actually don't have to do anything, just relax and sit back and enjoy the views. Yeah, it's incredible. It looks like there should be a fairy tale written about it, like, or mm -hmm. located in it. It's very picturesque. Yeah, that's really exciting. So then how did you come to find out about it? I mean, you live in the area. So you have, you know, you have a leg up a little bit, you can poke some locals for their knowledge. But how did you come to find out about it? Well, I actually have a, a friend who is American, and he's been living here for a while. And he um, has a website called everything And I've been on his website. Oh, really? <laughs> there yes. you go. I actually partner with him. You know, he we work together for business things. Um, so he's great. His website is great. And he knows like everything. And I don't know how he found out about it, but I found out about it from him through his website and just mm -hmm. been posting it on, on his Facebook page. And he like, it's funny because I'm planning another road trip and everything that I want to do, like that I find somewhere that I Google, he's written an article about it already. Like he's yeah. been everywhere. I don't know how he finds out, but that's how I found out about it. Yeah, and I like his uh, kind of um, what is what do I say like position or I don't know. But he basically says, you know, let's let's take put our money as close to the local people as possible. So he wants to go totally. as direct to the local local person as possible, and I'm I'm on board with that. So yeah, yeah. Pass, and this tour pass my thanks like on to him. He's doing a great job. I will. This tour, uh, as far as I know, can't be booked with anyone else but the owners of the property. Like it's not with the tour operator or anything else. So you literally, you know, contact um, Pepe on WhatsApp when he has reception, you know, and yes. when he gets back to you, then you can book it and then that's it. But there's no like pre-booking or there is pre-booking, but there's no pre-paying or booking it through a tour operator. Like you have to get there yourself. You know, it's, it's very um, off the beaten path. Or you can use a travel professional, and I'll put your contact information up right there. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Great. All right. So, um, let's, so now we, you you talked about it's a canoe, not a kayak. It's a canoe. So it feels pretty sturdy. Oh yeah, totally. Okay, good. Because <laughs> as beautiful as that is, when there's dark water for me, it's like mm -mm, no. <laughs> the water's not that dark. I mean, you could see to the bottom oh. not, not to, yeah I think you could see to the bottom so and you could see fish swimming yeah it wasn't like super dark so okay um, yeah. so what else is in there um you know we didn't see too much wildlife it's crazy because they were going to show us some some other animals but the 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 lake that it's on I guess or that that area it changes with the weather and the passageway to get where they want to go was now closed by like this grass that we couldn't get oh. through 
So it's really cool. Wow. Um, and it was kind of unfortunate, but also cool that that can happen, you know, and it yeah. can just change and then you're sort of stuck where you can't go past there. Um, hmm. We saw a lot of birds, a lot of cool birds. We saw toucans and things like that. Um, and we didn't see any jaguars, but we saw prints oh. of jaguar and puma and they, it's crazy. Like when we're driving through the jungle, like to us, it looks like just jungle. And, and I'm like, how do you know that that print was there? You know? And they're like, it's like you in a city, like we have like street signs in the jungle that we would recognize, but you yeah. wouldn't, it's just, it's insane. Um, and they also have a jaguar project that they're doing, like where they uh, rehabilitate jaguars and put them back in the wild. So the final stage of that happens on their land, which oh, is really wow. cool. Yeah. So now are they also armed? Is there a concern? No, no, there isn't. There's no okay. concern. Um, <laughs> Does that they, have I to they ask? They with the machete, but that's it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, I in, in this, you probably saw my questions and I said, it looks like it's a bumpy road to get to the Cork Forest, which of course was your friend's video. So would you describe getting there and, you know, is, is this a limitation for some guests? Would this be prohibitive? I mean, it wasn't too bad. Like this area of Mexico is completely flat. Like there's no mountains or even really hills, you know, it's, it's really flat. So, you know, you're going into the jungle, but it is somewhere that they go often. So they, they have, you know, a path that you go okay. on and sometimes, but like with rain and things like that, it can affect the, you know, but you're in a pretty sturdy ATV type vehicle. So, okay. you know, I think it's not for everybody, but it wasn't too bad. Okay. That's good to know. So then, um, so then is there's only floating options. You're not going to walk the crook forest. That's not an option. You know what? When Seth went from everything Clyde L. Carmen, his videos look very different from mine. And I think yeah. it, it really depends on the water level. Like some, I think no matter what, you're you're in a canoe for most of it, but some areas you can walk, you could walk when he went, but when I went, it was completely um, underwater. So mm. it was fully, you know, everywhere we had to take the canoe, but it depends on the season, I guess. Sure. So um, now you live there. I imagine you've picked up some Spanish. Was the tour guide speaking to you in Spanish or was the tour in English? I don't speak Spanish <laughs> and I understand a lot, um, but for something that in depth, um, you really, you know, want it in your language. Um, the people that own it are, it, like I said, it's a family. So mm -hmm. the people who took us on the tour was the uncle and the nephew. And there were two other people on our tour um, and they spoke Spanish. So the uncle only spoke Spanish. He told them everything and the nephew spoke to us in perfect English. And I think he's even been interviewed by National Geographic and things like that. So wow. he's really, really knowledgeable. They both are. I mean, it's just amazing what they know. Awesome. That's that's good to know. So we've talked about wildlife. Oh. Oh. So someone I'm interviewing tomorrow is trying to join the meeting now. Oh. I think they were just I think they were just testing the link, but I did not I did not <laughs> join her and that wouldn't have been comical though. She knows a lot about Mexico. <laughs> so then you know, how long is this tour? Is a meal provided? Do you need to eat this time or is it like just not that long? You know, it was pretty long. I can't remember exactly how long it was, but probably like 10 to 3, it, 10 to 2, something like that. Um, and I mean, you're in the middle of nowhere, right? So we did bring a little backpack with um, with water and some snacks, but they also provided um, sandwiches and Jamaica water and snacks as well. So um, they came prepared. So 
you, like I said, you're you're in the middle of nowhere. There's no um, cell phone reception or, or anything like that. Um, there, there's also a branch or a, a vine, I guess, that they found that they know about that if you cut it with a machete, it has water coming out of it, which is really cool, like drinkable water. So there's that. Did also. you drink it? We tried it, yeah. <laughs> Was it sweet or bitter or what? Pretty normal. Wow. Yeah, I did that good. a lot of backpacking as a teenager and, you know, college age person, um, got some parasites that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they know what they're doing, but <laughs> <laughs> I live to tell about it. So now it's exactly. funny. That's what we have to <laughs> say about that. <laughs> All right. So what about bugs? Is this very bug heavy? And, um, how did you deal with that? I thought it would be, I mean, I definitely put on repellent beforehand. Um, and a little bit of it was like just getting really deep into the jungle mm. on the way to the actual water. But once we were there in the cork forest, it was just perfect. I mean, there's like a lot of dragonflies and a symbiotic relationship, I guess, between them and the mosquitoes, they the mosquitoes and mosquitoes do something else. And, you know, it was just really perfect. Like it was a perfect environment with no bugs. Oh, yes. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Cause that's not what you imagine it would be like. So that's good. No. Yeah. So what about, um, you know, accessibility from resort properties? Is this something you're doing from already being located, you know, a little further out, or you can do this from a resort? No, you can definitely do it from a resort. Um, it's, it's about two hours from Cancun or an hour and a half from Playa. And I mean, you know, from Cancun to Tulum is two hours. So it's the same. It's just a different direction. You know, so for someone who's looking for something really different off the beaten path and really, um, with connecting with nature, it's perfect. And it's really not that difficult to get to, um, with a private transfer, there's no issues. Okay. That's what I was going to ask if you were, uh, at, suggest a private transfer, or if you were suggest driving yourself, you know what, either, or, um, driving is a whole nother topic, you know, but, um, it's to totally doable and there's private transfers. There's also, you know, buses and things like that. Okay. It is, about 15 minutes from the ferry to Holbosch, which is a super up and coming um, destination. So while it's in the middle of nowhere, it's really like you have to pass it to get to Holbosch, which like I said, a lot of people are going to these days. So okay. it's kind of, it's a tour you can do from Holbosch, you know, because you're already there and it, cause it leaves, I mean, they, they like to leave in the morning. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're already just about 15 minutes from, from the tour. Hmm. So, um, wow. yeah. Well, I think that's really, I just wanted to do a kind of an overview enough to get people's feet wet, but not spoil it for them or your know, yes. weather appetite, if you will. So then, um, is there anything that you want to include before we end it? I think that's a great introduction to the cork forest and I hope people check it out. I hope people contact you because this is something that seems preserved and should be explored. And I know there's some history behind it, but, um, you know, we'll save that for another day. Yes, so. for sure. No, I think that, um, if you're looking for something really cool that no one's ever heard of, this is the perfect tour. Yeah, and that's endangered. Go see it. That's awesome. Yep. Cool. Go see a jaguar. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully not. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Laura. I appreciate your time, and I hope that we can record again sometime soon. For sure. Pleasure. Awesome. All right, this is Megan Chapa of the Travel Radio Podcast saying thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and, of course, if you subscribe or review the podcast, either uh, you know on your podcast platform or YouTube, it helps it be suggested to other listeners. And I appreciate it. Thank you, everyone. Have a great night. Laurie, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.
You're listening to a Trav Market Media podcast. Questions, comments, collaboration ideas? Contact us at podcasts at travmarketmedia.com. Again, that's podcasts with an S at travmarketmedia.com.